irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, L.A. Talk Radio proudly brings to you the beer-drinking champions of the world, the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley, the man who drinks so much he poops barley and peace hops, Chris Finley. We are Drinking Dirty in Jersey! Woo! Cheers, everyone, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey Live on L.A. Talk Radio. And we have a great show lined up for you tonight. We have two awesome guests calling in. We have Sasani Creek Brewing calling in, and they're out of Cutsdown, Pennsylvania, and we're very excited to talk to them. We've been big fans of them for, what, the past year? How did you say that word? Sasani? 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 I think. Okay, we'll verify that when they call in. But <laughs> um, It's an awesome brewery. They're, they're like uh, out like of Amish sneakers. country. Yes. Uh, they're out of Amish country, uh, Pennsylvania. So, uh, and they make all their beers from like uh, natural stuff, like a farming. Yeah, they stuff. actually have a farm on. Yeah. Site. So, so really cool. Really excited to uh, to speak with them. We also have Highway Nine Brewing uh, calling in, which is kind of a, a unique guest. They're not just a brewery, but they're also a marketing company for some major bars and uh, breweries, breweries out there. Yeah. So, uh, that's going to be a pretty cool interview, and we're definitely looking forward to speaking with them. So, um, and also uh, we have a lot of other drunk antics lined up. We're also doing the Magnum Beer Eye a little later tonight. We have some beers that Cassie picked out uh, from the beer club, and I'm going to try to guess. Uh, she's going to pour them in the glass, and I'm going to try to guess what they are. Um, so that's going to be pretty cool. And uh, Utah! Give me two. Two beers, that is. And, of course, I'm the only one drinking because Cassie, uh, if you're a regular listener, know that Cassie is pregnant, so she can't be drinking. But tonight I'm drinking Bouncy House IPA by Smutty Nose. Now, I just found out right before the show that this is only 4.3%, so kind of weak in the ABV category because I kind of like them up there uh, usually around the 6-7%. But the reason I picked this beer originally at the liquor store is that the label, if you're watching here on Ustream, you can see the label is really cool. Uh, they just take a pictures of a bunch of people in, in a bouncy house. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. And if you can see over there on the other side here, I have the six-pack. And there's a, there's a black guy looking up, and he's, it's pretty hilarious looking. So that's why I actually bought the beer. But overall, the beer is okay. So, and Cassie asked you this every week. If you were drinking tonight, what kind of beer do you think you'd be drinking right um, now? <laughs> uh, that's a hard question for right now because I don't know. I've been really into this, like, Founders Blushing Monk. It's like a new hmm. it's a new one out. Um, it's like a, it's one of those beers that's kind of limited. Um, and it's, uh, Belgian, it's a Belgian brewed with raspberries. Sounds good. So I've been kind of digging, you know, trying to get one of those and sticking it in the basement with all the other stuff that I have sitting down there right now. Okay. But you can't find this beer. Is that the, no, issue? you can find it. Oh, it's okay. just rare. It's like uh, one of those one offs that's, you know, out right now, but mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I think people have an abundance of it, but I think it's only like a limited time thing and it's gotcha. going to go away and. Gotcha. So you know, once they're sold out, they're sold out. Kind gotcha. Of thing. So so you kind of want to get it now. So if you you won't uh, kick yourself later for not getting it, right? So I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So it's uh, killing me. All those beers. No, I know. There's tons of great beers down in our basement that she's saving away until after this kid. Pops and every out. and every time, like, <clears throat> oh, God, let me let me shout out to my 
to my uh, my people at my liquor store. But every time they freaking post something on Facebook, I'm like, I need this. And then I spend like $40 and buy beer that I can't even drink. <laughs> but when the baby pops out, we're going to have a good time with all that beer down there. Yeah. So <laughs> um, anyway, folks, every show we play a drinking game where you folks listening and watching at home can play along as well. We have a drinking word of the night. And every time that word is said, you drink. Tonight's drinking word is wiener. Now, an example of wiener would be the worst part. <laughs> oh, no. Can you not read your handwriting again? <laughs> the worst part of a she-male is the wiener. Oh, drink. And Cassie, what's another example? My favorite political scandal was Wienergate. Oh, drink. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't read my handwriting. I couldn't read the word <laughs> she-male. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it looked like sexy car. So I was like, <laughs> sexy car. Sexy car doesn't make any sense right here. So I had to reword my, uh, re, re, uh, read the, uh, the, the word. But um, now, w- one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight, and I, I noticed how uh, popular this is becoming. I always, uh, you know, obviously I'm a big fan of beer, and so is Cassie, but uh, I'm also a big fan of porn, and I always uh, keep on top of like porn trends and what's going on. And the big thing right now, I think, is the webcam porn. Uh, for some reason, that's like kind of taking over all the other porn. And I don't know if it's because, um, you know, people, they, they, it's come more of an intimate setting. Uh, it's not like this g- generic uh, scene out in L.A. where, you know, yeah, the gardener and shit I like that. that. Uh, so it's it's almost like you're a peeping Tom almost. So right. it's, um, it's just uh, more intimate and erotic and, and, and shit like that. So, Cassie, have you ever checked out any of the webcam stuff? No, only when a certain person showed it to me. <laughs> um, not you, somebody mm-hmm. else. Yeah, it wasn't me. I'm not mentioning names, but uh, someone decided to uh, just like kind of throw their phone at me one day and was like, "Look at this!" And I'm like, "Ew, get this away from me!" Because <laughs> it was a totally inappropriate setting. Um, but no, I, I, you know what I've been into lately? What's that? Stories. Stories like actual plots to porn. Like no, like not even watching porn, reading it. Reading porn. Oh, yeah, I, I got you. So like, um, like those uh, old. Uh, like those old uh, uh, dr- like drama books with like Fabio on them. No, and stuff you're talking this about? is like like people write these things. Oh, and- like the hustler stories yeah. that you used to read as a kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. So the uh, the fiction porn story. I think I'm more. I think I need to be more in my head than actually looking watching something. Mm-hmm. I think I'm. I think it's more like of a turn on to think. Gotcha. About it and. Like, so, but you, and then you can kind of form the own your own fantasy in your right. head, um, and you're not relying on uh, you know faked boobed actresses to kind of you know right. put the fantasy in your head. Right. I'm a visual guy. I like to well, see. Well, I'm things, visual so. too. I'm extremely visual. But it, you know what it is? It's like I don't know. Like I just haven't been finding anything like that I've liked to watch lately. It's just kind of my weird. mind. Yeah. I mean, I I understand that, and my mind fucks with me. Like I'll be fantasizing about like some hot broad like riding me or something, and then all of a sudden like a, a guy will walk in with a boner or something like that. Like. Dude, I'm totally on into that. My mind always fucks with me. Like a fucking when a wiener comes in my fantasy. Oh, drink. drink. So I'm totally not into that. Now, I actually have a, a, a friend who uh, made some recommendation. He's a huge webcam porn guy. Um, and I'm not going to say his name. This might be the same person that threw his phone at me. Yeah, and I'm not going to say his name because uh, I don't want to embarrass him here um, on an, in, front, in front of an audience. But let's just say his name is Glenda Blupo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say that's his name. But he gave me some uh, tips Glenda. on uh, what I should bring up about webcam porn. And, and the first one is, is uh, if a girl does solo – she must be naked and wear socks. So I guess that's a mandatory thing. I get no. I, I think he's. I think that's a gripe. 
Oh, a gripe. Like, oh, so it's why, not something- like, why are girls, like, on the webcam and they're totally naked and they're wearing socks? Oh, I understand now. Because so why are they- a certain person. <laughs> the certain- Glenda Bluebow may also like feet. <laughs> I think he may be in the feet, so I think that's a socks gripe. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's it. <laughs> I just totally outed Glenda Blupo. Right? <laughs> um, anyway, the uh, name is like no giveaway either. <laughs> um, a- anyway, also uh, one of the things he said is that what's huge right now is the ass play, like the butt plugs and stuff like that. Now I've never been into the ass play. Yeah, uh, he that was another gripe of his. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, I've never been into the ass play. I mean, the the whole it's the same hole that obviously uh, poop comes out of. So I've never been uh, into that sexually. So that's not my thing. But I know a lot of people are. But uh, Cassie, have you ever been into the whole anal no, thing? No, no. You've done it though, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, were you kind so of? So you though? Yeah, you know, I did it when I when I got my first girlfriend that I was having regular sex with. I wanted to try everything. So one of the things I wanted to try was anal sex. So uh, so yeah, I I totally did it. But. Um, you know, to be honest with you, it, it's uh, it was pretty gross, and uh, I'm not going to tell you what uh, what the condom looked like afterwards. Ew! So uh, let's not. Really? Get- <laughs> let's not that's get really bad because usually that's abnormal, though. It's not supposed to look like that. What does it feel like when you're having horrible? Is, is it feel anything like no. the regular sex? No, it feels like you have to poop the whole time. The whole time. Ugh. Why is that pleasurable? <clears throat> Maybe I don't know. it's the people like it. I guess because it's the thought of it. Like, oh my well, god, I it's think a different hole. Like, I think dudes like. Uh, I think dudes like it. Like, um, dude on dude, because it's like that <laughs> prostate thing. Oh yeah, like a prostate massage. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, do you know you can actually get off just by doing that, not even like by touching off? the prostate? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, they they do it at sperm banks. Actually, nurses are trained to do it. So. They know. Wow. Yeah, they just stick the fingers with the gloves up up your butt. What? They know where to touch, and then That's you just freaking explode into a That's cup. That's insane. Yeah, no, I know. You don't need those magazines or magazines or anything like that. <laughs> so, um, they don't even need to touch your wiener. But I know butt plays a huge Hello? thing. Oh, drink! <laughs> I know butt plays a huge thing with a lot of people. Um, so I can, And I'm an ass man, but I just don't like the hole in the ass. But I like all the other parts of <laughs> I don't like the hole um, in the ass. Now, one of the other things he said is that I guess vibrators are like going out. Like they're not the big thing anymore. Well, no. Do you know what this thing is? Uh, it's, I know it's called a Hitachi. It's that old school thing. The white one with the big head on it. You know what I'm saying? Like my father's penis? N- no. <laughs> Ew. No. Ew. <laughs> I don't know That's really gross. <laughs> no, it's like a wand. And at the mm-hmm. end, it's got that big white ball on the top. Okay. And it looks like it's just a wand. It's like I'm old. They actually use it as a massager. They claim it's a massager. Gotcha. But like you never seen old. You actually like. You never seen old school or like older school porn that like they use that thing. The oldest porn I'll go back to was probably the 80s. Was it around in the yeah. 80s? Okay. Um, do you insert it into no, your you can't. Uh, vagina? You can't. Vagina. Um, so you can't. So you just it just massages the uh, clit area. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. So I, I never even heard of this. I'm actually gonna have to look that one up. Uh, Hitachi. Um, but I can you know, show it to you. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, definitely show me a picture because I'm, I'm definitely interested in what it looks like. And, and um, you know, I actually brought up one of the webcam sites. And, and you know, if you're into anything, they actually have a webcam uh, for anything. I God, have it up so right disturbed. now. They have, you know, obviously there's one for regular hot women, um, and then they have one for age 18. Uh, for those of you that are uh, into creepy. younger girls, um, creepy. That's not my big thing. But another one is big tits. Now that has to be a big one. Uh, big tits. Um, yeah, they I have guess. Latin women, uh, guys that are just in the stockings. They have webcams for. Ew, um, really? Yeah, they have webcams for guys. I'm that sure are they the have stockings. feet ones. 
Um, I don't see feet on here. Uh, I have uh, Asian girls, of course. That's always a big thing. I, I get the yellow fever once in a while. Uh, blonde girls, brunette, petite. Those of you in the thin girls, girls in their 20s. Um, and, of course, your transgender, the she-males. Oh, there's shamalis on there? Yeah, there's shamalis on here, the word I couldn't read before. Nice. Um, that's you know. For those of you that don't know, that's a woman with a wiener. Yes. That's oh! A, oh, drink! <laughs> I was going to say the Come same thing. Come on! Um, you know, Drop uh, the ball today. And the transgender stuff, I may click on at 3 a.m. I don't know what happens when I get yeah, really drunk. Yeah, you get really drunk at 3 a.m. I, I start getting shit. into the uh, shamalis. But, um, you know, pr- pretty exciting. I, I, whenever a new trend forms in porn, uh, you know, I get pretty excited. So I haven't really gotten to this whole webcam thing yet. Uh, but I'm looking forward to getting into it. Um, really? And uh, God. <laughs> but, oh, come on. You'll, you'll get no, into because, it, too. No, no, no. Because you can actually talk to those girls. Well, you just message back and forth. Oh, I'm not going to do that. Isn't that kind of like online cheating? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Hey, do this. Hey, do that. Hey, I'm whacking it. Hey, blah, blah. I'm stroking my wiener. Oh, oh drink. drink. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I encourage everybody to check out some webcam porn because it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So um, so we're just waiting for our first guest to call in. And um, you know, we'll, we'll probably have to get back into the subject. But one of the things that uh, – like Cassie, you were mentioning to me before the show is this reverse beer goggles thing. Yeah, apparently they did a study in England where they sewed a bunch of show- sober people pictures of um, people that were not drinking and then people that had just drank. Um, they used wine, but I guess it could apply to anything. But like they weren't sloppy drunk. They just mm-hmm. like had like one or two glasses of wine. And apparently the sober people thought that the people that had just drank were more attractive than the people that didn't. So now they're saying that, like, you look better after you drink, like, one or two glasses of beer or wine or – which makes sense. Which makes sense. And that's good for for guys like me that are huge drunks, I guess, when we're, like, pounding beers. Well, no, they say, like, once you get to a certain point, though, you're not attractive anymore. Like the fall down silly drunk? No, I think, like, after, like, four or five. You start like to not look attractive. So it's uh, in moderation that yes. people think you're attractive. Yes. So if you can drink in moderation, which I can't. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, then people will think you're attractive. But I can see that. I mean, uh, when we first got together. Um, well, what it does is it like, you know, when you first have a couple, like a, especially wine, when you have first have like one or two, you're, you know, you flush a little bit, mm-hmm. like your eyes dilate, which is like an attractive quality, like attractive symbol to people. Your eyes are dilated. Like really? people, people who are attracted to each other naturally. Their eyes naturally dilate with each other. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you have more color to you, people can see you as more attractive. Right. But there's also the whole drinking thing. It's kind of a badass thing if you're drinking. Well, a no, drink they didn't even know these people were drinking. Thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so I didn't know that aspect. Of like it, the, so. the alcohol wasn't in the picture. Oh, I gotcha. So, okay, so they just thought like after they drank and not knowing that they drank, did they just seem more attractive? Right. Uh, because of the effects right. of drinking. Right. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. But that's so crazy, though. So if I ever, um, so if you ever get electrocuted and, and you go away, and I have to go on one of those dating, um, you know, those uh, one-on-one dating things where I gotta like, sit down. What are those speed dating? Yeah. Uh, I should have a couple drinks before I go on there, so I have better color and dilated eyes. Sure. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, if I ever get electrocuted and go away, thanks. <laughs> Well, I was trying to put it <laughs> as nice as I could. An electrocution no. just popped in my head. No. <laughs> Still not good. But if I ever croaked, eventually you wouldn't want to go dating and, and try to meet a guy. Um, no. Never. Go on more webcam porn. 
then you'd be free to uh, message the webcam porn people. I might start my own webcam porn. <laughs> <laughs> if I got electrocuted? Yeah. Nice, nice. So what would you be your specialty if you started webcam I don't know. Porn? I don't even know. Would you... Um, Wearing socks. Wearing socks and masturbating? Yeah. <laughs> I know it wouldn't be ass play, but... No. Ew. Uh, the no, big thing ew. is maybe you could, like, put a cam in the bathroom and just take a leak. Um, ew! <laughs> those generate big time on That's those... so gross. <laughs> on those sites. <laughs> yeah, shower porn. <laughs> shower porn. Golden shower porn. Golden. <laughs> Guys will be stroking their wieners all over the place. <laughs> you could, like, pee on... Dude, you're missing it! Just to put it in perspective, we're having one of those disastrous nights. Like before the uh, the show was about to start, I actually spilled the beer on the electrical, the main electrical wire behind me. And uh, this whole show, I'm nervous that we're going to end up being electrocuted, which is I know electrocution is a big thing that ke- keeps coming up on this show. So um, it did, the night hasn't started out very well. So um, and, I, and now I keep missing the drinking word. I Cassie know. keeps saying wiener. Oh, oh drink. drink. And I keep missing my spot there. <laughs> so, um. Anyway, we're just waiting for, um, I guess, our first guest to call in. I'm hoping that they call in. Yeah, so uh, maybe they won't, but I hope they do. (laughs) But uh, all right, then. You know what? At this time, uh, I'm going to pause the show to take a commemorative chug of beer to a man who used to drink multiple bottles of whiskey before dinner, several bottles of wine with dinner, and then several bottles of cognac for dessert. This is the man, the legend, the greatest drunk of all time. Andre the Giant. Cheers, Andre. Cheers, Andre. Woo! <laughs> Love that man. He was a big hit at the uh, Big Brew Fest. He was. Uh, two weeks ago. He was. People loved the Andre doll. Yep. They were like, why do you have this? <laughs> Where did you get this from? I explained so many Andre facts uh, to everybody. Uh, it was just nuts. It was just nuts. But um, one of the things we wanted to talk about, actually, is um, we're going to be going to Disney World later this year, um, you know, uh, for kid stuff and stuff like that. But... Um, Cassie was mentioning that Disney World is actually becoming a huge craft beer oh, yeah. um, site. So imagine- I never, I never even knew that. Um, it, it's weird. Like you would think that Disney would not be would be like the last place because they're very commercialized. Um, you know, they're very like family oriented. But I mean, people want to drink beer, but you you think it's like a big company. So you mm-hmm. think you think when you think of a big company, you think of like Budweiser or Coors, whatever. Right. Right. But Actually, it's funny. There's this um, there's this website called Beers and Ears, mm-hmm. and there's an app too that goes with it. And it he lists every beer that they have at Disney. They also have this festival which we went to the last time we went to Disney, which is like the Food and Wine and Beer Fest. Right, right. And, and they have yeah, and they have like all these like different beers from all over the country and all over the United the world mm-hmm. um, at each little like world showcase, and they have like different beers from there. So he also lists all of those beers. Yeah. And it's like they've got a beta there. They've got uh, Cigar City, which is like major. Yeah, Cigar City's huge. Um, they have Florida. Bells, mm-hmm. which is major. I mean, they pretty much anything that Florida distributes, they have at Disney. Yeah. Which I think is really weird. I mean, to me, it's like, all right, well, I'm at Disney. I, I'm going to get stuck. Yeah, you think it'd be light. commercialized. Everything would be commercialized. So it would only be the big popular beers like right. Bud Light and Miller and stuff right. like that. So, um, so yeah, I was surprised about the craft beer thing. Even when I was there a couple years ago, um, 
I was pleasantly surprised about how many available different beers there were and everything. So and we weren't even really into craft beer at that point. No, 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 no. That was right before that we exploded in the craft beer. So um, no, it was really cool, and I, I was happy to be able to try everything. And uh, let me tell you something: it's a lot of fun to get really drunk and walk around Disney. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, Cassie actually got so drunk she passed out in the Epcot well, Center bathroom okay, while dropping wait, a deuce. Wait, <laughs> let's put this into perspective, okay? Mm-hmm. I was. My first child was four or five months old when we went to Disney. So I had, like, really had no tolerance. I had, like, just come off of, like, being pregnant, really. And we go to Disney, and I drank two freaking liters at Germany. We were in Germany, and they okay. gave us those big beer fest beers, like those humongous barrel beers. And uh, I drank two of them. She had two of them, and she's already kind of a two-beer Tarzan, so she had those two. And uh, actually, I think our first guest is calling in. And uh, hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt from Saucony Creek. Hey, hey, Matt. What's up, man? We're, we're, we're very excited uh, that, that you're calling in, man. Uh, we're big fans of your beer, um, and we, we just have a couple of questions for you now. Uh, the first one is, uh, now tell us a little bit about Saucony Creek. Uh, what are the origins of your brewery? How would you guys get started? Well, I mean, it, quite, it was the simple story is that it was a, it was a homebrew hobby gone wild. But, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, there's a... A little bit of a history of, uh, you know, just homebrewing in my family. Also, I was traveling for a great deal of time, uh, probably about close to 17 years. Uh, I had a former career uh, as an athlete uh, with mm-hmm. X Games and uh, just the action sports world in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was traveling uh, internationally, discovered good beers at a very, very young age, and uh, then followed my, you know, older cousins and, and uncles and everybody else, uh, uh, homebrewing and friends started homebrewing and it just, it was a, it was a, another passionate hobby that, uh, went crazy and here I am, we opened a brewery. So it's a little, you know, head spinning still, uh, March marks two years that we opened. So, um, somehow, somehow we survived this. Maybe we can survive another couple of years. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I think it's pretty exciting that you were actually in the X Games, right? You actually uh, uh, competed in them. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was a, a rollerblade vert athlete. I was also a pro snowboard super pipe athlete for a while. And um, for from 1994 to 2010, 2011, that was my that was my day to day job. So that's awesome. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was a great experience. I got I was very lucky. Uh, I, you know, had the opportunity uh, to to travel the world and um, experience new things, uh, new cultures, and mm-hmm. um, that's honestly where I discovered good beer. I mean, I was uh, right. I was 13 years old traveling with sponsors in in uh, Germany and Belgium, and, mm-hmm. uh, all of Europe really, um, France, Switzerland, Austria, and. Um, that was uh, that was really my introduction to beer in general. Uh, mm-hmm. Then, uh, you know, I came home uh, came home as a thirteen, fourteen, fifteen year old. Started going, you know, as you get into high school, you start going to these you know, your underage parties, if you will. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed <laughs> to say that, but uh, <laughs> you, know, you you know you drink uh, you, you drink some some yellow fizzy uh, Amer- you know American light beers. And, <laughs> I was I was here I was here uh, you know entering this this venue. Uh, 
what beer is. I've been all over Europe. I've been all over mm-hmm. uh, drinking the. Gotcha. So you've been all around the world. And, um, well, yeah, but then you go you go home and you drink. You know, you, you're drinking your Keystone Light or something. And I, I was telling my <laughs> friends, there's something wrong with this beer. I don't know what's right. wrong with it. There's something wrong though. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just kind of opened just kind of opened uh it opened the door and it opened my mind to the fact that oh this isn't something that's always around but you know uh luckily i had older cousins there it just it just opened the doors for me to start searching i started to try to educate myself more about what was going on Mm -hmm. Um, and you know long story short i got into home brewing and uh, i was home brewing for for quite some time had a lot of great friends that were home brewing and then uh when the uh when the uh the action sports career was over um i pursued something else that i was passionate about and uh now we have a brewery (laughs) awesome awesome now i i also read that you're actually in the the guinness world records is that true yeah i i have a guinness world record for um when i was still uh inline skate athlete i was the first to do double backflips and triple backflips on a vert ramp um so I have I have Guinness World Records for that, and uh, you know they're cool. They look neat on the wall, but other than that, you know, nothing special. It's just a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, my my biggest accomplishment is I won one of those big fat pigs on the boardwalk one time, <laughs> and you like in the Guinness Book World Record. So I would say that you're He's ahead like, of yeah, me in that no category. Yeah, no big deal. It's just a piece of paper. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I you know. I, <laughs> I get excited when I win something on the boardwalk too. So yeah, we're on the same page there. It's it, it, I'm just a competitive person, I guess. But um, no, ultimately, I mean, I you know, I never I never set out um, and started training for or pursuing like doing those those tricks um, in an attempt to earn a Guinness World Record. I was just doing it to better um, better my own abilities. Uh, mm-hmm better my sport better you know progress the industry if you will and it just so happened that i got those records so it was gotcha. like it was so a nice little added icing on the that cake. makes me feel better <laughs> yeah it was yeah it was all accidental yeah right right uh, m- meanwhile like I, I bought a chrysler uh lebaron one time and ended up being john voigt's car so that was pretty exciting <laughs> but, uh besides that uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right let, let's get let's get back to the beer now um i i read this one term uh, on your website and i'm pretty interested to get a little bit more information about it explain the term farm farm to pint brewing what exactly does that stand for well uh i mean our our hopes is that it's going to mean a lot more in the near future but um currently we we do grow uh, a nice amount of of uh hops we also grow uh some brewers barley um and then we we purchase some of that and we also send uh we're going to start sending it to um Deer Creek Malt House in Bucks County PA mm-hmm. um and we uh like maple mistress for example the butternut squash is all grown on our farm and neighboring mennonite and amish farms in the area um we we do our best uh just like farm to table uh we do our best to brew with as many local ingredients as possible so that um it's you know straight out of your local farmers fields into mm-hmm. your pine class Nice, nice. Um, that that's that's great. That's great. You know, obviously, 
Well, it's a great concept, and we hope that it can grow into something more uh, as far as I hope that we can start saying, hey, all of our beers are 100% Pennsylvania or 100% Mid-Atlantic. Um, unfortunately, just, you know, that's we're not there yet as far as the volume of farming and malting and hop growing and, and all that. But, um, you know, we do our best to use as much as we possibly can. And then in the very near future, uh, you know, I hope that we can progress that into something much larger. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, now let's actually get into your beer. Hey, we'll see you soon. Uh, now, Take care, uh, man. <laughs> now, uh, you, you, you guys have some awesome uh, beers, including one of Cassie's favorites, uh, one of the most uh, dangerous beers I've ever tried, a 9.8% ABV. That's the Maple, Mish- uh, Maple Mistress, a ferocious <laughs> imperial pumpkin ale uh, brewed with pirate rump spices. Um, I also love Snickle Fritz, too. Though. Yeah. <laughs> But tell us a little bit about the Maple Mistress. I had a Schnickel Fritz, Fritz today. I, I, I appreciate that. No, uh, Maple <laughs> Mistress is definitely what helped put us on the map, I guess, if you want to say that. Say that. Um, you know, uh, it, it was a bit of a, I guess it was a bit of an accident um, as far as how, how well it turned out. You know, we roundtabled with um, a bunch of the guys um, that, were, that were brewing with us and for us and Everybody kind of threw in their ideas. We also wanted to do something that wasn't just another pumpkin beer. So we um, we decided to go with some roasted butternut squash. We added the maple syrup in there, which also comes from a, a neighboring uh, local farm to, to the brewery. And, you know, it, it, it just we got lucky and it, it worked out perfect. Um, and, uh, yeah, it is definitely dangerous. Uh, they go down way too easy, and I've heard yeah. lots of stories from many, many people uh, <laughs> about how uh, they, you know, they uh, they had one or two, and uh, the, the the shenanigans that ensued afterwards. So it's it's been cool to hear the stories, and right, uh, yeah. it, it's always it's always nice to hear people just appreciating the beer. So it's it's right. great, and uh, yeah, I uh, I'm a, I am I'm just a fan of of all fermentables in general you know I, I appreciate the craft of of the winer the wineries the the distilleries the breweries and if people are appreciating what we're doing it just it it means the world i know a lot of people give the whole pumpkin beer category some some hard rap but you know it, it is something that people appreciate and uh it's you know we we just got very lucky with maple mistress so gotcha gotcha now there's actually one i was reading about on your website the, the name is just awesome roxy's golden bananas uh it's an unfiltered banana wheat beer um tell us a little bit about that one yeah well roxy's uh so roxy is a, a very good friend of the brewery um it's his uh his late golden retriever and uh so we sort of did a beer for him um <laughs> And, uh, our, our buddy, our buddy Worley, um, he really loved Wells banana bread. And so he kind of challenged us saying, I want you guys to make a banana beer. And we were a little bit stumped because we refused to, to do any like artificial flavors or, mm-hmm. um, you know, any, any false fake ingredients, if you will. Right. So we started experimenting. It took us quite some time. <laughs> And uh, we played with all sorts of different different uh, processes and whatnot. And basically, we came down to we were uh, we did a little bit of um, decoction mash manipulation to bring up glucose levels um, in the mash that um, 
we basically were able to use uh, the, we used the vine stuff on our yeast strain on it, and mm. after a little bit of research, we found out that with higher glucose levels, the banana flavors naturally came out a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also made our buddy uh, our buddy Whirly stand there and peel bananas and throw them into the mash. <laughs> so he does. It, we there were real bananas in the mash. Uh, I don't know cool. how much that actually contributed to anything. But, um, yeah, it was supposed to be just a nice, you know, easy-drinking summer wheat beer. Uh-huh. Um, it did come out a little hot. It, it's like a 6 6.5% beer. But, yeah, um, I saw that. <laughs> it's also the first beer we put in cans. Um, nice. Uh, we, we mobile canned it, uh, so we don't have our own canning line. I don't know how much we're going to be able to do in the future in cans. Um, just because, uh, you know, some the mobile canning option just isn't very efficient, but... Uh, we're hoping we can do something down the road and, you know, it's, it's just one of those nice, easy, uh, gotcha. go, go hang out at the pool, go, go, go play golf. Uh, right. right. Wheat beers. Um, now, uh, is there any other beers that, uh, that I'm, that I haven't mentioned that you'd like to talk about? Well, I mean, I really, all of our beers very recently, um, had some, some changes done to them. Um, we had a new head brewer come in about four months ago. Uh, his name is Nick Michio. He's mm-hmm. a fantastic, brilliant brewer. Uh, his resume goes very deep. Uh, he's a Penn State uh, science grad. He's a American Brewers Guild Academy grad. He went and did his apprenticeship and brewed behind Vinny at Russian River for a little bit of time to oh, start his career. Awesome. And uh, he's from he's from the Allentown Lehigh Valley area, so. He okay. moved back uh, for family, uh, he and his wife, and then we uh, most recently, uh, he's coming to us from Weyerbacher, and uh, so he's got, a, he's got a lengthy list of, you know, very successful award-winning breweries under his belt, and um, he, came into, he came into the brewery, he tweaked everything, he, uh, he changed water profiles on all the beers, mm-hmm. changed a little bit of process and quality control, so even even uh, original beers from us like Stonefly IPA is a much different mm-hmm. beer because Nick's come in, he's uh, he's introduced some new process and and, and new controls and um, he's just he's just kicking butt. He's doing some bril- really brilliant things, and awesome. he's also we've given him uh, a nice little playground, if you will, to just show off what he does. And we're mm-hmm. calling that series X Reserve. Uh, it's kind of just our brewers experimental. Uh, batch series stuff and gotcha. very limited. They're only thirty barrel batches each, um, and those come out. Uh, we're doing them in seven fifty mil. Mm-hmm. I'm out and about, but they're very very limited. And uh, he's he's just he's blowing us all away. So um, we're excited every time he's got something new coming out, um, nice. and that's under the X Reserve label. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, I saw that. Now, I, one question I have that I want everybody to know: is, What are the days and hours that your tasting room is open? Well, uh, it's we are open noon to eight every day, uh, Monday through Sunday. Um, we uh, we if there's people hanging out in the tap room, we'll stay open later. Um, but right now, it's just a tap room. On Saturdays, we have uh, we have a food truck there. Um, but we we finally have uh, gotten our building permits after twenty eight plus months with uh, battling our township. And mm-hmm. um, we are building out our full kitchen and pub, which should be open in late May, early June. Gotcha. Um, but until then, until then, we just have a small little tap room open. Uh, we've always got, uh, always have 
a bunch of different X reserve beers on all of our main, you know, year round, uh, core beers. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, on Saturdays, uh, we got, uh, some local food in there from, from Kutztown, uh, a couple different, uh, restaurants, uh, come and support us and do some things until our kitchens open. But, uh, come May and June, we'll have the full, we'll have the full bar and restaurant open. So nice, nice. Now is your kitchen going to serve any hot wieners? Oh, drink. <laughs> only uh, we, only if it's cuts down ring baloney <laughs> nice um now last question for you now do you have any special events coming up that you'd like to promote or talk about oh my gosh yeah i do uh, i should probably have my calendar in front of me um no we we have events going on non-stop um it seems to be uh never ending um we've got uh we got a number of stuff coming up um if you go onto our website uh, which is sauconybeer.com mm-hmm. and you go to our events page you will have a full list of every event whether it's a sampling or a tap takeover or a beer festival that we're mm-hmm. going to be at um there's really too many to list but if you jump on the website uh we keep that updated and you'll see all the latest of what's coming up Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. All right. So everybody go to their website and find out what's going on. Um, I really appreciate you calling in. Uh, We're big fans of your beer, like I said before, Uh, big fans of your brewery. And um, we encourage our listeners to go out and get some of your beer and and go visit your tasting room. Uh, But once again, thank you so much for calling in. And um, and uh, you guys are great, man. Thank you. Hey, thank you guys for having us on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Uh, all right, thank you. That was Sasani Creek, and I think we have our other guests calling in right back to back. Yeah, that's uh, Highway Nine Brewing. And hello, you're uh, on wait. Drink. They no. hung up. They hung up. Right. So let's just talk about <laughs> Sasani Creek a little bit. Uh, this is one of those nights, folks. This is this I know. It's like if it's like Murphy's <laughs> Law night. Uh, Sasani Creek. We actually tried them about a year ago at the Big Brew Fest. They have some awesome beers. We we met their brewers, and their brewers were just awesome, badass. awesome guys. Um, oh wait. Oh, is he back? Maybe, 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe, we don't maybe know if not. Back. <laughs> Hot wieners. Hot wieners. Oh, dream. Nope. They hung up again. <laughs> oh, my God. This is horrible. <laughs> anyway, well, he's calling from Mexico, so maybe his. Son. Yeah, maybe his. Uh, yeah, the, our next guest is actually calling from Mexico. He really is. Yeah. Um, but no, they, they they have some great beers. and They uh, have the coolest. I mean, we didn't get to talk about it because we were kind of uh, pressed for time a little bit. But they have the coolest freaking labels on their beer. They do. They really do. Like, Maple Mistress is this, like, badass, like, goth chick this with hot blue, chick blue with hair. Blue hair, yeah. And then the Schnickelfritz girl is, like, this, like, little farmer's daughter girl with, like, shorts. And mm-hmm. and then they have this, like, hop, what's it called? It's called the Hop Suplex. And, and, it, um, and it's like, it's oh, like wait, the, wait, wait, wait. I think we got to call her. Are you sure this time? Yes. And hello, you're on Drink 30 in Jersey. Hey, this is Ed from Highway 9. Hi, Ed. Hey, Ed. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm perfect. How you guys doing? Awesome, awesome, man. Uh, real excited that you called in. Um, you, you guys are kind of a, a first time for us because you guys are, are not only a brewer, but you guys are a marketing company too. But um, explain a little bit about Hobby Nine Brewing uh, and what you guys are all about. Sure, I appreciate it. I appreciate being on here. Um, basically, we're working with a lot of different establishments and helping them get engagement and basically a return on their investments for things like marketing, whether it's traditional sources, social media, etc. So, you know, a lot of folks get on Twitter and Facebook and other things, um, and they really have no way of tracking 
what they actually earn from a radio ad or TV ad or Twitter, Facebook, et cetera. So we're really just helping a lot of uh, chain restaurants and just individual establishments get that and do outreach for them as well to help get people, more people in the seats and, and really get them out for events. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Um, now, does your company have a certain clientele that you prefer to have as clients? Yeah, right now we're aiming for the, the chains, basically the specialized chains, the folks like World's Beer. Uh, we started with those folks in New Brunswick and have expanded into Albany, Syracuse, and are actually helping them open their places in Chelsea and Hoboken as well. Um, okay, cool. Yuli's Night Yuli's Nightclub, which is really where we started. Yeah, uh, they were guests on our show. Real, real, yeah, and uh, you know we, we helped facilitate some of that, but he's been just great to us, a very connected guy. And, uh, you know, it's just really done well, tilted, tilt, and uh, newer. We've gotten commitments from newer chains as well. So folks like uh, the Counter Burger, uh, which mm-hmm. is in New Brunswick as well, and uh, How Do You Roll is another uh, uh, establishment that was actually on Shark Tank. And we have a verbal commitment from them as well. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, um, that's awesome. You guys sound like a great company. I was I once worked for this company for a week, and all they had me do was work on the Penske file, which was really boring and everything. But um, <laughs> you, you, guys, you guys sound pretty exciting. Now, um, who are I, I know you mentioned some of the clients that you currently represent. Um, so it's World of Beers, uh, Huey's Nightclub. Is there any other clients that that um, that you currently represent that you'd like our audience to know about? Yeah, we have commitments from uh, a few locations of the Tilted Kilt. Mm-hmm. Counter Burger, and as as well as how do you roll when those get get built out? Um, mm-hmm. With World of Beer and with Tilted Tilt, we've also had discussions just about make doing something a little bit more corporate wide. So, um, you know, ideally at some point uh, they'll use us for a lot of their activities and do their outreach and marketing for locations mm-hmm. across the country. Gotcha. Nice. Nice. Now, um, I also hear that um, you guys are brewing some beer right now, which uh, which is awesome. Now, what's in the works right now? Uh, what are you guys working on currently? Well, this is something we're really excited about. Uh, you know, we started this company just as a bunch of guys from Jersey. We got together. We wanted to start beer. We went social media first, uh, but really wanted to build a brand around New Jersey and some of the, some of the just things that everybody knows. So, Holly uh, Nine came from Born to Run from Bruce Springsteen, and uh, we do have nice. two beers. They will be uh, basically debuting um, at World of Beer in New Brunswick on March 31st, and we're actually having Mike Richter, uh, the ex-stole of the New York Rangers there, to help us roll that out. And really, there's two beers uh, that we're sending out, Highway 9 Jersey Girl Double IPA, Mm. as well as uh, Highway 9 Orange Cone. And the reason we did that is when you think of New Jersey, there's two things you always see. One is Jersey Girls and two are Orange Cones for construction. (laughs) So we want to get those out. And, you know, the Orange Cone's a nice hoppy wheat that we're working with a couple different individuals to, to get out there. So we welcome everybody to come down on March 31st. Drinking mm-hmm. dirty, folks. My, your first couple of beers are all on me. So nice. Come in early. And, uh, you know, with Mike Richter there, I think it's going to be an amazing turnout. And the oh, guys from World of Beer New Brunswick have been awesome. Definitely. What's the, uh, what's the ABV going to be on the IPA? Uh, I think we're going to be at about 8%. Nice. Sweet. Now, that's a good ABV. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, it should, sounds, it, it dry hopped. It should be. Uh, it should be amazing. Nice. That sounds like a good beer that would go well with a nice hot wiener. Oh, drink! Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, 
last question for you. I know you mentioned the big event with uh, with Mike Richter, but are there any other uh, special events coming up that you'd like to tell us about or promote? Yeah, I mean, really, with everything going on between festivals and just the rollouts of the beers, you know, we're really trying to get everything out there. So I would encourage everyone, you know, just with the events, keep up with us on Twitter, and that's at HWY9TheBigGame, or to go to our website, www.highwaynumber9brewing.com. Everything's out there. We're always promoting all of our clients. And, you know, whether it's stopping by Yui's for grabbing a beer, you know, Tuesday nights, everybody's there, or coming in for uh, things like comedy nights or trivia, uh, different things that wet world of beer. Are you, you know, are you folks are always welcome there. Mm-hmm. Please just, you know, take a look at that. And, and we're trying to do something for everybody for all of these locations and everything's worked real well so far. So, um, you know, we'd love to have, we'd love to have you guys in on the 31st. We'd love to, uh, to meet in person. Definitely, we're gonna we're gonna do our best to get to to, to that event. But uh, uh, Cassie being pregnant right now, it's a little tough to uh, to get to some of these events. But um, uh, it's have a designated driver then. That's right. <laughs> That's a good point, right, Cassie? Designated waddler. <laughs> but we're gonna do. Uh, we're we're gonna try to get there, and we encourage our listeners uh, to, to to get there. That sounds like an awesome event. Um, you know, uh, Mike Richter. That that's that's awesome. World of Beers is incredible. We were never at the one in uh, in uh, New Brunswick yet, but we went to a one in Florida, and we just loved it. There were so yeah. many different beers, and, and the place was just great. Uh, so we, we encourage all our listeners to get down there, and uh, we can't wait to try your beer. That's very exciting. Uh, two beers that sound very I, awesome. So, uh, but no, we, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. We really appreciate you calling in. I know you're in Mexico right now, so uh, that's awesome, man. I really appreciate you calling in from Mexico. That's cool. Um, but uh, <laughs> am, am I the furthest one? Am I the furthest? Yes, one yes, you are. you are. So far, you are. Yeah, and, and you're. And be, to be honest with you, your your signal is actually really clear. Yeah, we get people that call in from a town over, and their signal sucks. Yeah. And you're in Mexico. That's <laughs> true. So that's awesome, man. We um, we're a tech, we're a technology company, so we have to do that. Right? That's yeah. true. Good point. Good point. So that's a good sign for your company out there for those breweries listening and stuff that are looking for a marketing company this guy's in mexico and his phone phone sounds awesome by by the way there's there's one beer uh, and if bolero snort is listening to this i don't know if you guys have had their raging bull you know we're doing a lot of work with like drogues and other other brewers they had the cask at world of beer in new brunswick raging bull it's probably the best beer wait 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 is this the one with the raisins Yes. Oh my god. Mm. Okay. That beer smells Cat. like breakfast. It's so We had like he had it at um he had it at Big Brew. At, at the Big Brew Festival. It was amazing. It was amazing. I, okay. I, I concur with the smell. I didn't taste it, but I heard it was like awesome. So it was it was crazy and they had their other ginger bowl. I mean I shouldn't be talking about other brewers, but these guys, I think with them and Forgotten Boardwalk, you're talking about two amazing up-and-coming brewers and that's what we love to support as well you know we're doing outreach and stuff for for folks like that not them but mm-hmm. there's a ton of great brewers in new jersey it's oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's amazing to say yeah awesome awesome all right buddy well, I, I appreciate you calling in we'll let you get back to uh having fun down there in mexico uh living it up so i uh, appreciate you calling in man and uh we definitely encourage everybody to uh get the world of beers try your beers and go to that event on the 31st with mike richter that sounds awesome man thank you very much i really I appreciate everything. You guys have a good night. Uh, you, too, you too, man. Thank you. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. That uh, just a great company, uh, great guest, and uh, his beer sounds great. Yeah. So we got to try it and definitely hey. get down there. Hey, hey, Finley. 
Yeah. Is there a little black puppet waiting for us? Yes, yes. Um, so we might have to end with pops because I don't think we're going to have enough time to do but the But uh, if you guys Magnum are watching Beer the Ustream, we can do Magnum Beer Eye and the Ustream. We're going to do Magnum Beer Eye and the Ustream. But for the radio show, um, we're just going to do pops. Now, I'm gonna, I have to actually have to leave them out. Pops is uh, part of drinking, and dirty, uh, drinking Dirty in Jersey. I'm rushing so much, I'm messing up the name of the show. Blah, blah, um, blah. But anyway, uh, pops is going to come on. So I actually have to leave the mic for pops to come on. Uh, so I'm going to leave right now and uh, we're, we're going to bring pops on. Yo! Yo! What up, Pops? Hey, Cracker! Hey, What's cracker. going on? Not much. Holy mackerel, it's cold! <laughs> oh my god, it's cold out there. It's so cold, Pops turned into a Popsicle! <laughs> Get it? A Popsicle? Because that's my name, yeah. Anyway, uh, I hate winter almost as much as I hate swimming. Water beating off my hair and shit! <laughs> I hate working too! Uh, fucking white man keeping me down. What the hell's that shit? Anyway, I hate winter. Winter's a jive turkey. Pops' mustache <laughs> keeps freezing to his face. Oh, my God. Pops needs his stash for eating out midget pussy. That's right. Pops ain't censored. I said pussy. It could have been worse. I could have said I don't suck wiener. Oh, drink. That's right. Oh, man. The only good thing about winter is the racist police don't pull Pops over as much because it's so cold. Those racist crackers don't like getting their cheeks red and shit. What the hell? I hate those racist police. Now, it's so cold that Pops needed to get a space heater. I stole it from some hockey family. Pops just walked in the house and said, Looky here, Pops cold. And I took it. But then Pops got drunk and had sex with it. Now it don't work. Like, Pops... Pops must have broken with his huge wiener. Oh, drink. <laughs> All right. Pops got to go. Pops got to get home to a uh, space eater. So anyway, folks, uh, Mendez out. Pops going. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Was Pops bad? Or was, oh, yeah, I'm was he okay? My he had sex with a space heater and broke it with his huge wiener. Oh, my. Oh, drink. You actually said the drinking word? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's he also awesome. said he's turning into a popsicle. Get it? Oh yes, I do get it's it. Really that's cold. clever. That's he that's stole. Really he stole a space heater from a honky family. And, uh, <laughs> from a honky and family. And then fucked it. Oh God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and broke it with a huge wiener. Oh my God, I saw. Oh, him. oh drink! <laughs> How many times am I going to miss the drinking word I tonight? Know. I think that might be eight times that I've missed it. All right, so we're going to do the Magnum Beer Eye on the UStream feed um, because we have to end our radio show. But um, just to let you guys know, next week is a ridiculously huge opportunity for us. We're actually going to have The Alchemist on, a.k.a. Hetty Topper from Vermont, like Cassie's crazy beer like search is going to just – my head's going to explode when I talk to these guys because they're like – I just – you know, this company is just crazy awesome for me. Uh, we're having them on and we're also going to have on uh, – oh my god. Uh, Manskirt's going to be here live. Oh, Manskirt will be here. In Joe studio. from Manskirt will be here live. And um, um, there is another guest, Garden State Beer Company. Garden State Beer Company. Garden State Beer. Oh Company. my God! It's one. Of, it really is one of those. <laughs> it's nights. one of those nights, folks. It started out with me almost getting electrocuted, and it just uh, went on from I'm there. I'm rushing. So. That's why. Um, so <clears throat> follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. DrinkingDirtyInJersey.com is our website. You can get shirts and glassware and stuff there. Pop shirt, Shut Up Cracker, uh, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm wearing one right now. Uh, you can't see it, though. And uh, sign up for our newsletter. You get to find out everything that's going on before anybody else on social media does. Um, check out our two guests, Saucony Creek Beer 
and Highway 9 Brewing, two great guests that were on, gave great interviews, and check them out on their Twitters and Facebooks and, and all that good stuff, websites and everything. And we can't wait to like have you guys on listening next week. And that's it. Tune in and drink on. Woo! Mendez out. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio.